Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hiya. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I think probably like a lot of us, I'm just feeling the sort of, I guess, the stress and pressure of the kids going back to school um, yeah. and not feeling like I'm on top of it, prepared. I haven't mm. got the right uniform ordered. It's not going to come in time. Then I've realized that Kit needs a school uniform for preschool. I didn't realize. Then I've got an email from Luna School going, oh, thanks for sending the forms back, except for half of them weren't filled in properly. And I just already feel like a failure. You know, the system just doesn't really set you up for <laughs> figuring it out. Like, as in, I find it so complicated. Oh my is gosh. It just me? No, it isn't just you. It Like, the thing is, from the group WhatsApp that was started, so we had a group WhatsApp that started as soon as the kids got accepted, like, they got their place accepted, which wow. was like, what? Like, uh, when do you find out? April? April yeah, before April this time. time. Right. And if it hadn't been for that... <laughs> right? I would genuinely not have had a clue what to Mm. do. Like Mm. not a clue. Even just down to the uniform, like I I didn't realise that if you go to the school shop, then there's like a queue down the road. Then there's no parking at the school shop. You know, all (laughs) of that stuff that you're like, oh, I thought it would literally just be a like pop to a Pop to M and S. Yeah, I did. Pick up the uniform. Yeah, and it's yeah. Oh, don't so. I feel you. This in my head. I was like. To, um Friday um I think it's like the third um I finished my big run of like cover at heart and I was like you know I've got a week left with Luna and I was like well drop Kit off at preschool he doesn't need a uniform because he didn't need a uniform at his last preschool because obviously we've moved house new area yeah and then I was like, I'll take Luna we'll go uniform shopping it'll be this really lovely mummy daughter moment where we bond and we like you know and then I'm like no then they're like, you can't go into MS. You have to order it online and then they send it to you and then there's no express delivery and then it's going to take seven working days. And then you're like, oh, holy shit bags. This is not going to work out for me. So I don't know. I just already feel. And like, I think because we've moved area, when we were in Guildford, I'd already seen Luna's school. We'd gone for like a little hour. Yeah. You know, I could picture it and visualize it. I haven't even seen Luna's school. I barely yeah. even know where to do the drop off. So I think this week before she has like an hour 
like um, Little Meet the Teacher. And then she's got half a day induction and then she starts properly back on the 13th. And I think next week, next week me and her are going to just go and familiarize ourselves with the area and yeah. just like go drive by the school, you know, maybe go and try and find some school shoes together. Just like go and figure it out whilst Kit's not in his uniform at preschool. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? So like I said to you, like before we yeah. had this chat as well today, this is the stuff that feels really important at the time, okay? But it isn't. It's not mm. important. School shoes, okay, they need some shoes to wear, but is it really like is it really going to shape their lives if they don't have the correct school shoes on the first day? No. no. Are they going to know? No. Are the mm. teachers going to send them home? No. Right. Like that, do you know what I mean? Like when you think about it and you put it all into context, I remember last year, um, I'd, I had all the uniform. I felt like I was really prepared, but then I realized, oh, no, I hadn't actually got the book bag and I hadn't got the PE bag and I hadn't had yeah. got any PE shoes and all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to be the only one that doesn't yeah. have the, have the right bag. No, he he wasn't the only one who didn't have the right bag. And he quite liked the fact that he had a different bag to everybody else. <laughs> and it, the bag came a week later and no, you know, no, no, no one was hurt in the process. No, no children were harmed. Like it was actually fine. <laughs> You're making me feel a lot better because I do feel, and this is actually one of the passive aggressive things that they're old school. Um, a few of the, uh, not a few, one of the teachers said was, I remember one day when we had to bring jam, jam jars in for the kids oh, yeah. and she'd been telling me for two weeks and then the day came and it was like, where's your jam jar? And I was like, oh my God, I haven't got jam jar. And she was like, there's two types of parents. There's the parents <laughs> that have the jam jars and there's the parents that don't have the jam jars. And I was like, oh, I haven't got the fucking jam jars. And I made a vow to myself that I was always going to be the parent that has the jam jars. But, I don't even eat jam. So what does that say about me? Fact, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about back to school because we're doing a whole Q&A today on back to school. Obviously, Gigi's starting a new preschool. So's Kit. Luna starts reception. Axel's back at school. Like, it's happening for us. So we thought, why not throw it out to you guys? Send in your questions and we'll bash them out. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so... This person doesn't have a name. <laughs> Their Instagram <laughs> handle is my parenting way. But they have said, how do you deal with your children making friends with kids that you don't really like? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> this is hard. This is hard because it depends, doesn't it? It could just be that you take a little bit of a dislike into a certain child for, for a reason that's not really that big or important like you don't oh, they did one thing that you you thought wasn't appropriate or something like that but my mum does all my mum's always said this to me that if I if you try and like navigate a child away from another child it's only going to push them closer it's the same isn't it like if you have boyfriends that your parents didn't like when you were younger yeah it just made you like those that that boyfriend even more yeah yeah <laughs> so I think you have to just let them get on with it. Good advice. And yeah, and you can't really, you know, your job is to teach them, you know, right from wrong, how to handle situations, all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, they make their own decisions when they're at school. And who they're friends with is going to be one of those. And hopefully, if, you know, you've kind of equipped them with skills to make their own you know make their own minds up about things that no other no influence from another child is really going to impact them and they might even soon find that 
you know, that child is, isn't really for them or they might be for them. But yeah, I think it's hands off, hands off approach. Yeah, I like that. I'm just going to leave that one with George because that's brilliant advice, that one. <laughs> um, this you. is from Charlotte. Do you end up crying on drop off um, if they're upset? I do. Oh my gosh, Charlotte, I have cried about, as you can imagine, <laughs> what, me, a crier? Um, I'd say 50 times um, when I've seen the kids upset. To be fair, they haven't been upset 50 times, but you know, every time they're upset, I cry. And I have to really, really remind myself that if they see me cry, it's going to make it much worse for them. So now, the first couple of times, I was all over the shop, clinging hold of them. It was like the end of, you know, it was like the scene from the Titanic. It was like I was never going to see them again. But now I'm like, put on a brave face, give them a hug, tell them it's going to be absolutely fine. They're going to have a great day. And then as soon as I step out the door, yeah (laughs) (laughs) easier said than done has Axel ever been upset like that um no one of my friends asked me about this he's never been upset at school but he there was a period at nursery when he used to get upset but I didn't used to do the drop-off it was James and so when I did do the drop-off and he got upset it really took me by surprise because I didn't realize and it is it's heartbreaking and it's it is horrible but I remember I can't remember who we had on we had someone on the podcast that said hold your tears until you're in the car yeah Um, and usually like nine times out of ten as soon as they get through the door they are absolutely fine exactly this is from Ruth how do you make mum friends in the playground I think you have to figure out who your kindred spirits are and I think you can tell just by somebody saying hello and you know and giving you a smile if they're going to be your sort of people and I know that's a weird thing to say but I'm very much into sort of body language and the way people are with me and I can pick up on those things straight away so I know if if I'm going to make a connection with somebody and I think at that point I I like to see it as I used to see dating (laughs) I would like (laughs) I just come out the stocks I just like go for it I just I'm just like if I if I feel like someone's going to be my friend I'm like do you know what? It would be great for us to go and grab a cup of coffee or do you fancy going around to the house with the kids, have a play? I'm just super friendly. Probably people are like, oh, what's she about? Is she like gagging for mates? But I think it's <laughs> quite nice if you meet somebody to kind of reach out to them because they're probably feeling the same way. That's what I was going to say. I think everyone's in the same boat and there is a bit of a pressure to meet friends at school. Like my mum is still best mates like proper best mates they go on holiday together multiple times a year they see each other like you know once a week or like once every few weeks with the the mums that she met at my primary school yeah my mum's exactly the same yeah and I've always grown up knowing that and so then when actually started primary school I was like oh my god these women gonna be the women that I'm friends with for the rest of my life um but it and has hello to like, them if they're listening hello, to this podcast. No, yeah, it's no, great. all the good ones are listening yeah. um but it has happened quite naturally um and I was friendly and you know at drop-offs I'd you know always be chatting to people but it is weird how naturally people gravitate towards each other and yep. end up and it's not even based on who the kids are friends with because most of the mums that I'm friendly with actually they're not in the same class as Axel or you know they don't really play they don't really play together but it just means that out of school he then socializes with those kids as well yeah brilliant. Um, and it's yeah I, I think take the pressure off and it will just happen naturally love that um this is from Emily do you let them have a duvet day if they get tired midway through term uh, yeah, 
I love a DVD I totally when they would. Would. Yeah, yeah, I would as well, definitely. But do you mean during school time? Or I do you think mean... that's what she means. Oh, during, during school, school time. Yes, absolutely, yeah, no, if would. they're knackered. Because I, I see, you know, extreme tiredness. I know what that feels like as like a, a bit of an illness and I think if you're that tired and you can see your child is whacked for them to miss a day off school like it's not that's the end fine. of the world, the end of the world. I, I totally agree with that Axel yeah. was really young when he started um primary school like he just turned four and I was worried about the tiredness yeah and yeah if they, I mean he obviously ended up having some time off at the beginning because James had COVID yes. <laughs> but I think if it hadn't been for us having those two weeks off at the beginning he would never have got through to Christmas term without like a couple of days off for sure yeah um it's a lot for them it's a lot for us as well it is a lot for them being up and out the door every day like it's different to nursery as well it's so yeah. different um so yeah absolutely we're all for duvet days can we have one as well <laughs> oh my god I'm in bed right now and I'm like oh maybe I just won't go to work tomorrow nice. <laughs> <laughs> um do they have school dinners or packed lunches? My fussy eater is starting school. Well, this would be something else that I probably need to figure out before Luna starts, but I think school dinners. Yeah, same. Axel has school dinners. Yeah, school dinners. I think it's I think you can I think I think you can choose whether you want them to have a packed lunch or school dinners, but I figure school dinners because I feel like that's what's going to happen for the I don't really want to make any more packed lunches. Same. Is exactly. That okay? Can that's, I say that? Y- uh, that is that is that was my absolute reasoning to choose school dinners because it's something that's not on your list anymore. It's on yes. it's on someone else's. And also, when you say fussy eater, I always think that they will eat if their friends are eating it. Yes. So. And also it's quite good. Like I think it's quite a learning, like it's a learning, isn't it? Where they've got a choice of what they can have. Then they sit down and they ha- they have to go and get their tray and then they sit down with all their friends and they eat together. I think that's, yeah, that's a bit of a learning activity. So definitely school dinners for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, this is funny. Do they really nap on the mat on the floor at nursery? This is from Annie. Annie, this is the cutest thing that you will ever see when you go to pick your little one up from nursery. It's yeah. kind of like some sort of like sleepover for tiny, tiny humans. And and it's it looks like almost like a little zoo. They are yeah. all on these go- like um the, the the kids' nursery. They had these like purple blankets, and they all used to just sleep on the mat. And that oh, they used so to just weird, sleep on their fronts, it? completely flat out. They'd all sleep together. It's amazing how they got them off to sleep. And even if there was one child that was sort of crying or you know not sleeping in the corner, the rest of them would be sound asleep. I know. I I right. still can't get my head around that. Like however many years on since Axel started nursery, I cannot get my head around how do they get them all to sleep at the same time on the floor? I don't yeah. get it, but it is so sweet. Um, so yes, they do. Yes, they, they do. do. I don't know how. Maybe it's something they put in their drinks. Who knows? <laughs> don't ask the question. <laughs> don't ask. What's the ideal age for a child to start nursery? What do you think? I don't know. I think it's kind of down to the parent situation. Like Axel started at 11 months because I was at work and Gigi started at like 18 months. But that was probably, I could have probably got away with her not going really. But for me, but she needed to go at 18 months. So I think if they don't need to go because of your working situation or whatever, then maybe take 
their lead slightly when you think, oh, yeah, I think maybe they need to start socializing or, um, yeah, I think you kind of know, don't you, when they're, when they are ready to go. Yeah. And it's also them and it's also you, you know, it's like when you feel that you need maybe a morning or a couple of mornings a week just to feel like you or you starting back at work after six months or whatever it is, or, you know, you just want to go and get your hair done. Um, yeah. And there's nobody else to help you. Like everybody's setup is different, but definitely don't feel guilty about that. I don't think there's no. an ideal age I for don't either. a child to start nursery. Like I've had two children that started at, at different stages. Each stage was pretty hard for me mainly because I felt guilty, but we had to do what we had to do. We we were working and, you know, they just get on with it. And I, there was another yeah. question in it when, you know, that they're sort of, there's one question here. I can't remember who it was, but to, oh yes, from Samantha. Terrified to send my two and a half year old to nursery. I've never left her with anyone else. Can I have some advice? And I'd say to Samantha that there's going to come a point where your daughter will have to go to school. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know why I think it's a girl. Your little one will have to go to school. And at that point, you don't want them to get to the gates and be glued to you because they haven't yeah. been left with anybody. And that's more it's about you. It's a harder transition as well yeah. then, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think if you can send your little ones to nursery, it, it is beneficial to Only them. Only a good thing. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Best place for personalised bottles, lunch boxes, etc. Well, we love easy to name. Yeah. And also, I would say, with the personalised bottles, don't get a dedicated personalised bottle because you might want to change the bottle or it might break or whatever and then you've got to order a whole new one whereas if you go to like easy to name you can get these little bands that go around any bottle so you can have a couple of bands and you can just whack it on any bottles that you've already got um i'd definitely say yeah, yeah easy to name really good lucy says did you have to change routines to fit in with the nursery routine 11 month old starting nursery in september actually i'm gonna say yes yeah. i did because when Gigi started nursery um in january we sort of shifted her naps to the same time as the nursery ones because we just found that she'd had two days there and Mm. she was already in that routine and they're quite obviously they're really strict with it Mm. and then it just meant that at half 11 I think she used to have lunch at say like 12 30 or something whereas then we just shifted it to be in line with them and then we've just continued it because it just Mm. worked also I, I kind of like trust experts and I feel like nursery teachers are probably know more about routines than I do so I just take their lead yeah and also I think and I totally get this because I you know both Georgia and I really felt like this first time round. but you you get yourself into a routine for you know lots of different reasons but mainly because it's obviously you know you think it's good for your little one but you also think it's good for you and you you kind of survive on your routine right well we did anyway and then when you take them to a new place that sort of goes out the window. And then I went through like major panic attacks because I was like, oh God, you know, that's not what we've been doing. And, you know, is she going to be okay? And is she going to be adaptable? And, all, and, and they just are. And they, 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 just, they just click into a new phase. Um, and, it's, and I think it's really healthy for them because, you know, you're not in control of everything as the parent and someone else steps in and does it and does it their way. And that's fine too. Yeah. You feel, I think it makes you a better parent because you just become a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, no, I I agree with you, absolutely. We'll be right back after this short break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Playtime snack ideas. On, George, you're the, ma- the master, the mistress of the, the snacks. M- mistress of the snacks. We have just worked with Baby Bell, and actually, Baby Bell is a great snack. Yeah, like full of calcium. Aggressive. Yeah, yeah, full of calcium. The only thing I don't know if they are talking about like ones that go inside like a book bag that they will bring out when they go on their break at school. And so for that, I would always go for like a little bar or something. So yeah. um, is it organics? Those little carrot carrot cake bars. Axel had one of those in his book bag pretty much all year last year. Um, that, I think that was the main thing that I used to put in and just switched up the flavours. You could, of course, make them yourself if you want to. <laughs> yeah, what, but, what is this plate? We need to talk about this. What's this playtime snack? What do you mean? They have to so, take a snack in in their book bag so they well, can have yeah, a great time. Not all, I don't know if it'll be all schools, <sighs> but Axel had to put a snack in his book bag to have at like snack time. And it could it can't be like chocolate or crisps or anything like that. So it has to be something healthy. So I just went with, yeah, those like organic carrot cake. Cakes, little oh, they're bars. lovely. I like those. Yeah, so something like that. Um, Kidalicious. Oh yeah, the Kidalicious, nice. Yeah, something like that. But then we started moving to like these like quinoa energy bars, which are like three quid a bar or something. And then you're suddenly like, oh no, oh god, three quid a <laughs> we bar. We can't do this every day. Like loads of the mums, we were all laughing about it because we were like, oh, they were suddenly like on the baby snacks, and now so- what is the next step? They can't go to these like posh bars. Green and black. So, yeah, <laughs> stick on the organics and the delicious <laughs> for as long as you don't can. Don't deviate. Whatever you do, do not yeah, deviate. Yeah, definitely not. But um, yeah, anything like that. Differences between nursery and preschool, loads. Loads of differences. Yeah. Yeah. So the, your nurse, your, your sort of day nurseries, and I think you need to be careful with this, have a think about this, whether you want a day nursery or you want a preschool. The day nurseries are the ones that cost more money. Yeah. And they're lot, but you get longer hours. Yeah. Much, much. You can drop off at 7.30 and you can pick up at 7 p.m. or something, 6.30, 7 p.m. Yeah. So, so that's like GG at the moment. Day, yeah. Exactly. Also, with those day nurseries, you don't provide anything. So you don't have to take nappies. You don't have to take food. You don't have to, you literally just, you could drop them off in their pajamas if you wanted to yeah and they would sort it all out so I guess for parents who may be commuting into work or um you know working nine to five every day absolutely like yeah. day nurseries great they nap there all that kind of stuff you can um you can also get funding for um some two-year-olds depending on your situation but your free your three-year-olds depending on who's working in the house and stuff it's either between 15 to 30 hours that you can get you can either get it for one parent or both parents so with your preschool it can be totally free 
depending on your situation. So you need to investigate that as well. And if you can get somebody to do the pickup, whether you've got a relative, you know, a child mind or whatever, it might work out cheaper to do the preschool, which is yeah. what which is what we did. And actually I wanted him to be on the same I wanted Kit and Luna to be on the same time as Isla so that they were all being scooped up together yeah, and then they were coming really back home. Nice. Um, yeah. But it just really depends on your situation. They're good, they're really good, they're all great. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a really good point. And also, I think with preschool, they are almost preparing your children to start school. So they do a lot more stuff. Like they're a little bit more independent at preschool. They're taught to, you know, put their own shoes on and put their coats on and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm literally just moving Gigi into preschool like right now. Um, So, yeah. But again, same thing, term time. I didn't see the point in me paying for her to be at nursery in the half terms and the school holidays when I'm having to sort childcare for Axel anyway. Totally. I might as well sort childcare for both of them. So Yeah, exactly, exactly. That is where, yeah, that's where we're at. Sorry if personal, but why did you send Axel so young? Was it recommended? Oh, I think this means school. Oh, Someone school. else asked earlier, Hannah, did Axel struggle in reception given he's one of the youngest in the year? Yeah. So he is born on the 13th of August. So he turned just turned four and then started reception. And... I spoke to a few people and some people will um, defer for a year and they will start after their child's fifth birthday. And obviously you can do that. But with Axel, I felt he's quite, he's very confident and he's always been very confident. And so I thought, well, you know, he's not going to struggle socially and that's probably one of the most important things when they start school is yeah. the, the and the academic stuff that will come you know like if he's if he's behind everyone else then that's fine because he's really young so i just thought what's the worst that can happen if he struggles and he doesn't like it then we can just defer yeah. but i i wasn't going to know until until I tried and so I did try and he absolutely like loved it and yeah, it's all been fine so yeah that's that was the thinking behind it. Love that. Well done, you. Right choice. Um, Kelly says childcare cover for all the holidays. How do people manage it? Well, fuck knows, Kelly. It God is knows. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 I reckon we've had one of the the best and the worst summers in terms of you know um, not having that side of it sorted only for two days. So, so our childcare has been Wednesdays and Thursdays. Lucy has been doing full days. Who was our, who was our three day a week nanny before? She's been part of our family for about three years, but she got another job because you know the kids were at school, so we didn't need her full time. And then suddenly the school holidays were there. And I was like, oh, my God, how is this going to happen? Completely unorganized. We got let down by a couple of people. Um, in answer to your question, there's been a hell of a lot of juggling. There's been a lot yeah. of working from home. There's been an amazing husband here who, because I got the call up on the Sunday, remember, and then the next yeah. morning I was in breakfast for four weeks and it's turned out to be eight weeks. Um, and and But he's disgruntled now. He doesn't want to be here anymore. He wants to get back to, he doesn't want to be here till 11.30 or 12 o'clock till I get back and do the handover. Some days I'm gone yeah. all day. He's like, I want to get back. I've got a job. And so it's been mm. really, really, really tricky. But I have learned that I will never be this underprepared again. Yeah, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. I'm exactly the same. I, 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 We were in the same boat. And luckily, James ended up being yeah. home for most of the school holidays because I was let down by camps because I had to send Axel's date of birth over. And when they realized that he was four and not five, they 
they couldn't I don't know yeah. if it's for insurance or whatever it was they couldn't have him so I had to scramble around at the last minute trying to find camps and it's been they've spent two weeks two four weeks at my parents house um they've they, they've been everywhere yeah. um but I actually I really think it's a flawed system because I don't know how people can do it especially like single parents as well when there's not two of you that can share your annual leave or if you don't have family I mean it's really really hard yeah um but I would just say like so many people said to me get a spreadsheet and work out where they are every single day and I really laughed at that but now I think oh no I kind of understand why you would need to do that because if they're going to be in multiple locations over the holidays then at least you know where they're going to you know you can plot it out totally oh but yeah at least everyone's in the same situation (laughs) totally are you guys really friendly with the school mums oh yeah I'm always really friendly with everyone what are you saying (laughs) um I'm really yeah I'm really friendly with the school mums I I've got a couple of of school mums from the old preschool who are still my pals but um that was two out of probably 30 yeah um not because I didn't want to just because of the way it worked out and I'm I'm like I wasn't really there to do many of the drop-offs and also you just gel with people and then you just don't with others it's just the same as like any other situation in life yeah I am I've made a nice little group from Axel school um and also his preschool there's some mums that I'm still really friendly with from his preschool and I think you just stay in touch with the people that you want to stay in touch with don't you yeah um so yeah it's nice do they need to wipe their own bums in reception? Oh my That's god! That's from Becky. That's a good yes. question. Yes, this was what this was one of the things when Axel started school. It was the getting dressed thing, which. Yep is hilarious because Gigi gets herself dressed now and yeah. Axel at this time last year could not dress himself. Wow. <laughs> so, he literally couldn't. It's so, it's so funny. Um, or at least put like, you know, the shoes yeah. and all that kind of stuff. He definitely yeah. he definitely couldn't. He didn't look smart when he dressed himself. So that, but yeah, wiping bums. Yes, they have to be able to do it themselves. But what and if they can't? I know, I know. But I, I guess they just have messy pants. Knickers. Why? Because because no one will wipe their bums. No, no. Well, that's stressing me out. Right? I mean, look, 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 Luna can do it. But if anyone's listening and their kid is starting reception, like I'm sure you have to just go in and have that conversation and don't, yeah, I mean, don't be completely freaked out about still it. Still, like. is not great at it. Like he, if we, if if he's at home, he'll try, but then he'll still call down to me. He'll be like, "Can you check?" Because you know we do get the skitters. So, you know. <laughs> the skitters and the slippers and skitters. Yeah. Right. Let's do what? Let's do one more. How do you work out pickup times of nine nine until three when you both work full time? I think yeah, this is something that obviously millions and millions and millions of parents face. Axel School has a really good breakfast and after school club, and. I think when they started reception last year, a lot of the parents were quite worried, especially the ones who were like the, the summer babies, because they thought, gosh, like, how can I, you know, send them at 7.30 in the morning and then not pick them up till, you know, whatever time. It, it's so different to nursery. They don't get that, like, you know, the cuddles and all that kind of stuff. You, you feel a bit like, oh, are they going to cope? But actually, so many of the reception children go from day one into breakfast club and they love it 
and after school club they get to meet children from other other years so then they make a new you know another set of friends at school and then they have other kids that look out for them in the playground um gosh anything I've heard about breakfast and after school club has been so positive um and Axel has asked me numerous times to go he's like I want to go to you know the after school club because he does like football and rounders and all that after school but he doesn't do the normal after school club he's like you know I want to go to the one where you know the one they have food that that one (laughs) and it seems to be quite a it seems to be quite a thing like the they all seem to sort of want to go. Um, so if your school has one of those, I would absolutely like go for it because I've only ever heard really positive stuff about it. That's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. And I will let you know about all of that because <laughs> it's um, it's all to come. But basically we are looking for somebody now to do Monday and Tuesdays from 2.30 until 6 p.m to do the pickups and then to come back and do the dinners. So if anyone knows anybody <laughs> who wants to help us out, drop me a DM. I love you long time. So a DM. Yeah, exactly. Um all right, what a lovely chat. I think I feel like we could have gone on and on and on for this one because it's something that we're really passionate about and it's obviously very, very much in our lives at the minute. So yeah. um seriously if you've got any other questions or we didn't get round to your question, just please DM us and we will endeavour to come back to you ASAP. Yeah, definitely. Do you think we should round up our like top five buys for back to school the stuff that you're going to be buying next week (laughs) oh yeah what's on your list I think first let's call out easy to name labels because we did work with them but I think I must have posted about stamp labels last year when Axel started school and the ones that clip onto everything because they have been absolute lifesavers you do not need to sew in labels there is no need for it so check out easy to name um labels we didn't need to say that on the podcast but I just that I'll tell anyone that it wants to hear about them because they are really great they are um, absolutely fantastic and a brand that we are so thrilled to be you know to have worked with and fingers crossed we'll be working with them again because it's a product that just genuinely works I remember seeing my mum spending hours sewing oh. in labels hours and hours and hours and hours and literally we went along we were like stamp 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 and it's done brilliant done yeah also again not 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 a collaboration that we've done um but Debenhams have been absolutely incredible with sorting out the kids school shoes um and so we actually how long did it take for yours to get delivered oh a couple of days exactly a couple of days and they were pretty much sold out everywhere school shoes people were saying oh there's a shortage of school shoes um so yeah if you are kind of struggling in the same boat then get yourself onto online Debenhams they've um well they're only online now aren't they yeah that's the thing I think that maybe that's why that they've still got stock of stuff because so many people felt like maybe they'd closed down but they haven't they're online and they have got all the school they've got all the brands as well so they've got like Kickers and um Lily Kelly and like all of those all of those brands so I got Axel's in fact I might as well shout about kickers on here. Axel had two pairs of kickers last year for school as school shoes. And a few people warned me about them and said, oh, they scuff really easy and blah, blah, blah. And they're expensive. I didn't have to change his school shoes. That he had two pairs because I had bought two different sizes at the beginning of the year because I didn't know what size he was. And they are in perfect condition. Um, They're really hard wearing. They were really comfortable for him. So Personally, I can only say good things about Kickers school shoes. Um, okay. I think they're really great. So, yeah. Great. Love that. What else are you loving? What about school uniform? I, I've i used M&S and I've got it on a cardo. 
Okay. I got Axel's school trousers on a cardo and I just added it onto my school shop. And I did that throughout the year. You know, like if he, if he got bigger or, you know, the trousers got rips in them or whatever happened, yeah. I just added them onto my shop. I think that's quite a good thing to do. Yeah, it's an amazing thing to do. already, yeah. <laughs> I've used MLS as well and had I been a bit more organised it would have come within the right frame time and it would have been brilliant and they notified me when things were out of stock as well so yeah I would agree with that yeah MLS is great um, that's probably they're probably the main things yeah I mean ugh. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm definitely not going to be the person that's got everything together. So I'll probably be talking on this podcast and being like, I found this brand. I've done this. I've figured out this bit. So I'll let you know over the over the cu- uh, up and coming weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you. That's, thanks it. So, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we would love you to rate, review um, and subscribe and follow the podcast. And if you can please keep sending in your photographs of where you're listening. We love seeing them, don't we, George? Yeah, please do. And any back to school tips you've got, then please drop us a DM and we can share them with everybody because we are still very much learning as well yep. um, so yeah drop us a DM we're on at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman and we will be back on Tuesday Made by Mummers is an Insanity podcast production Insanity Group Flexibility is great that's why there's yoga Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.